Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to Social Hazard Radio, where we're calling the remnant out of the darkness and into a meaningful relationship with our Lord and Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, that is Jesus Christ. I am here with my co-host, my beautiful wife, Teresa. Hello, everybody. We decided uh, because of the season that we and before oh, well, before we get into that i want to welcome the listeners of unresolved life this is going to be a uh kind of a dual episode it's going to be on the social hazard and unresolved feed um and so i think this is going to be a good episode you took your audience and stuck them in a box and added them to our audience what it's called dual content <laughs> anyway be nice <laughs> repurpose repurpose yeah. <laughs> yes. Well. Anyway, it, the, all that being said, regardless, it's going to be on both feeds um, for uh, the respective audiences. And yes, I'm Teresa Blaze. Uh, I've got this crazy sidekick over here that you know makes things interesting. Always. That's <laughs> what God put me on the earth to do. Uh, Make things interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we go into the. Uh, topic of tonight which i think is going to be very interesting as we're recording it's a few days out uh before hanukkah begins uh i want to uh touch on our sponsor um and which is an incredible uh, guy by the way oh goodness you know um we're about to enter into the season whether you celebrate christmas or hanukkah we celebrate a hope that we have but for a lot of people in the world, especially in a communist Asian country, they don't have that hope. But there is a guy who's trying to make a difference in that area. His name is Bradley Hopp and his partner, Andrew. And they are working day in and day out to offer a hope and a future to those who are stuck in the sex trafficking industry. Did you guys know that the price of a human being is about 90 bucks yeah i know that sounds kind of sick doesn't it but the cool thing about tissue tea and what they're doing is they sell tea and coffee and uh uh part of each sale goes to the tissue tea company where they rescue these girls out of sex trafficking they help them get the medical care that they need they help them get the spiritual and the emotional care that they need and then they teach them a trade i.e uh <clears throat> they give them a, a way that they can make money so that they don't have to go back to that lifestyle now more than ever we need to offer people like that a hope in a future Now's the best time. If you're gonna if you're gonna drink your coffee and your tea anyway, you might as well get it from a, a repeatable source. And oh, by the way, Brad makes killer coffee. So yes, he does. check out Tishua Tea, T-E-S-H-U-A-H-T-E-A dot com. Pick yourself up some uh coffee or some tea. And uh and while you're at it, check out his podcast on the Unresolved Podcast Network, Liberty Unveiled. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, I'll turn it back over to Mike. Mike, what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about Hanukkah. Hanukkah? Oh. That's a Jewish holiday. Uh, actually, it it starts as a Jewish holiday. 
but there is so much significance, so much meaning to it that we decided mm. to cover it. The question we're going to ask is, should a Christian celebrate Christmas? Seems like kind of a no-brainer, right? <laughs> Hello, Christ, Christmas. So that seems to be a... Kind of a package there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, well, it, it's it's not... All is not as it seems. I don't want to get into all the crazy origins. We did that, and we did that. I think at last year. I don't want to get I into think all so. that craziness. I just want to say this: Christmas, unfortunately, is not what it's what what it's cracked up to be. There's so much paganism wrapped up in it, and uh, and so many occultic origins. Things that would literally make you sick to your stomach, honestly. Oh yeah, I mean we've looked at it, uh, and and the thing is, while I understand, well, Christmas we're celebrating Christ's birth. Well, if you actually look at the origins of it, you're not celebrating Christ. You're celebrating Tammuz, which is a pagan god. Right. And there's a whole bunch in. Uh, uh, just look it up. But if you actually look at Christmas and Hanukkah. Right. See, I, I okay, I want to back up. I remember when, you know, because I always had a hard time dealing with the holidays. Mom passing away, plus losing my sight near the holiday season. It's just, I never liked it. I, I just really had a hard time dealing with it. You know, I had a hard time with it, too, growing up. Because my mom, my my mom was very. Uh, she must have had something horrendous happen around Christmas time because she never enjoyed the fe- the festivities. Mm-hmm. Now she does. Now she does, but back then it was not a fun time for us. So I understand and, that. Yeah, no, it was it was always really hard. And I remember talking to a dear friend of hers. Uh, for the for you unresolved listeners, Sonda Allison, whom has this tendency to guest host many of my podcasts. <laughs> well, I need to bring anyway. her back on the show. Well, you know, a few. Uh, I need to bring her back on the show. But um, she, we were talking about that, and she said, "Well, have you really looked at the origins of Christmas, and have you considered Hanukkah?" And I went, "No." And that. Led us down a whole nother rabbit trail. Gotta love rabbit trails. <laughs> yeah, we find them a lot, don't we, Mike? We do. And um, this messianic path is full of a few, <laughs> <laughs> which you makes know, it very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, meddling just a little. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it was so crazy. I mean, the first time we really sat back and looked at the origins of each holiday. We were we were kind of shocked um, because what are we told when you first start to celebrate Christmas? Well, you're celebrating Christ's birth, okay? And then you start looking at the pagan wrappings of uh, Santa Claus, the elves, and all that sort of stuff. Well, how did that get mixed into the into the deal? You know, which. Look it up and you'll find out. Trust me, guys. It's 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 pretty weird, you know. But Mike and I, we decided that we didn't want to go for that. 
you know, when we started researching the origins of a Christmas tree and things like that, we decided, no, we're not interested in that. We don't want to go there. And then when you start looking at Hanukkah and how Yeshua Jesus showed himself during Hanukkah, how he was reflected. For example, uh, the Hanukkah ca- uh, candles, there are eight, eight candles, actually nine candles altogether. Okay. No, on the, on, but no, there, yeah, on the Hanukkah menorah. Yes. Which there are yes, actually two different types of menorahs. So I just want to make sure that our listeners understand that. Right. There's a typical Jewish menorah. Okay. But then there is the Hanukkah menorah. And the Hanukkah menorah has nine candles. Here's the interesting thing. The one in the middle, so there's four candles on each side. The one in the middle is always taller. It is known as the servant candle. It is known as the shamash. Yep. No, it's the shamash. You're right. Yep. Okay. It is known as the servant candle. It is used to light all of the other candles. And the belief, the Messianic belief around Hanukkah is that Yeshua is the light of the world and he gives light to everything else. And we use that servant candle to light every other candle over eight days. When you start really looking at how Hanukkah started and what it meant, how Hanukkah started was basically uh, the Jews were, were, Israel was being uh, taken over by the Greeks, if I recall, or a pagan nation. No, it was the Greeks. (laughs) That's what I thought. Okay, and so they were being told, well, you can't celebrate Torah. You can't keep Torah. You can't celebrate Sabbath. You can't celebrate the feast. If you are caught doing any of these things, the penalty is death. The king at the time went even further, and he slaughtered a pig on the Holy of Holies altar. He put a statue of Zeus inside the Jewish temple and commanded all the Jews to worship it. But there was a group of men that said, no, I don't think so. We're not going to do that. We're not going to violate Torah. They led a rebellion and they won. They said, no, we're going to stand on godly principles and they won. The cool thing is, is that there's a legend. Now, now, this legend, we don't know if it's true. There's some that believe it is and there's some that are not so sure that it is. But the legend goes that when they went in to go cleanse the temple, because they had to clean it out because there was so much blood and all that other stuff, you know, the pig, pig's blood and, you know, the, the temple was defiled, so they had to clean it up. The legend goes that they only had enough oil to light the menorah for one day, but it miraculously lasted eight. That's where we get the eight days of Hanukkah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I don't know if that actually happened. I don't know. But you know what? Our God is so good that I wouldn't be surprised if it did. In the words of the Mythbusters, I think it's plausible. <laughs> That's an old, yeah. Well, and see, to kind of bring this back home, Yeshua himself actually kept Hanukkah. Right. In fact, the belief in Messianic circles is that he was conceived 
during Hanukkah, you know, Luke chapter 2, angel, Mary, all that kind of stuff. He was conceived during Hanukkah. He was born during the Feast of Tabernacles. Otherwise known as Sukkot. Yep. And that's a high, um, you know, that's obviously um, a different scenario than what most Christians believe. Well, he was born on Christmas Day. Uh, nope. Sorry. Denied. No. Oh, sorry. You know, but, and if you celebrate Christmas, understand, we're not trying to step on toes here. Well, if you celebrate Christmas, if you, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if you celebrate Christmas, you know, that's between you and the father. You know, you have to come to um, what he calls you to on your own. Right. Everyone works out their own salvation through fear and trembling. But for us and for a lot of Masonic believers around the world, we believe that Hanukkah has so much more meaning because of who it represents it represents the light of the world coming into the world and whether you celebrate christmas or hanukkah you're celebrating a hope that we have in fact i just um wrote an article and i'll be sure when we when we uh i'll be sure to include this in the show notes i wrote an article uh for altered stories because i guest blog over there once in a while (laughs) Well, okay, more than once in a while, but and I I think you guys will like it. But I but the point I think to all of this is we have a hope. The hope that we carry is not in a bunch of celebrations. The hope that we have is in Yeshua. He came. He was born of a virgin. He lived a life that we could not live, and he died for all of our sin. Yep. That is what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the birth of God in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. So I think I, I want you to you know, kind of step back just to, for a second. Imagine, you know, 400 years before, before Yeshua was born and all this craziness was going on. And they finally get the temple cleaned up, you know, regardless of the whole light story or the not the light story, but they finally get the the temple cleaned. How do you think they felt at that point? That's a very interesting question. I mean, I, I, I don't know that. I'm wondering if they even thought it was possible at the time. I, because think about it. I mean, they, they were dying in droves. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, People observing Torah, uh, reading reading Torah, um, keeping Shabbat, keeping Shabbat, keeping you know, staying away from unclean things. I mean, the ultimate stab in the back, so to speak, was them sacrificing a pig on the altar. I and mean, and they did that so that the Jews could not worship Yahweh in the manner He prescribed. Yeah. And that caused the, the, by the way, these stories, while they're not in the Bible, and frankly, I think they should be, um, but it's in, the, it's in the books, the apocryphal books of Macca- the Maccabees, which are easy enough to get a hold of. Highly recommend you read yeah, them. They're, you, they're fascinating. They're really cool. I, I honestly believe they should be canonized. 
but that's my personal belief. And just for the fun of it, I will include a link in the show notes to a book that we got a hold of about Judas. I was just Maccabee. thinking about that book. Yeah, Judas Wife. Yeah, Judas Wife. And we'll include a link to that in the show notes. It's a fictional account of what happened that led up to Hanukkah. But I think you'll I think it, uh, it'll it'll add some depth to to your understanding. Mm-hmm. That's my which, that, that that's something we'll do. Which, by the way, Mike, we really should go back and reread it. Hey, I'm up for that. You know, but guys, we just wanted to come on here, and I understand that a lot of you will disagree with us and say, "Well, I believe Christ was born on this day, and I celebrate that." Okay, I get that, and I understand the emotional ties because let's face it, a lot of us have a lot of Christmas memories. Yeah, and so. When you're wrestling with that truth, you're not just wrestling with this holiday or that holiday. You're wrestling with, but I've always grown up this way, and there's a lot of good memories I have with it. And one thing I've discovered in my walk with the Lord is just because you've always done it that way doesn't mean that you need to continue to do it that way. You know, I mean, and I get Get it, guys. I get it. As a kid, I I have so many cool Christmas memories, Uh, you know, and I'm sure you do, too. But you have to ask yourself, just because you were raised to understand a certain thing, does it make that thing right? Right. That's uh, that's the hard question, I think. And that's a question we three years ago. We had had to to confront. Yeah. We had to confront it, and I will not say it was easy to confront. No. I had many conversations with Mike over it. I had many conversations with good friends of ours over it, and we had to go, what do we do? And I get it. A lot of churches, they're going to have the Christmas Eve services, and they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and they're going to put the Christmas tree in the churches, and granted, they may not now because of Uncle COVID. Thank you very much. I get it. There's a lot of baggage that comes with this. But we want to follow our Lord in the manner he prescribed. Exactly. So, no, we don't have Christmas trees. No, we don't celebrate Christmas. Yes, we do celebrate Yeshua's birth. Yes, we do celebrate the hope and the light that he brings into the world. That is one thing that whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, we can both agree on. Totally. What do you think, Mike? What, 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 what do you, I mean, as, we, as we're winding down, what is your thinking? I mean, where, where, where does your heart go? You know, I think about the, I think about the Christmas account and how an angel showed up. And you know, said, "Hey, Mary, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be the mother of the Son of God." And how that what that must have been like, you know? Can you imagine if, that? that? Can you imagine that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and if you really read that, light. oh yeah, and if you really read that story, and you start looking at all the characters and how they reacted, let's look at Mary and Joseph for a minute. They okay. were Jewish. They were Jewish. 
Jewish people. Yep. Okay. The way, um, the way that it went down, you know, Mary, you know, she gets, she has a, a, a the encounter with God. He he overshadows her when she's impregnated. The fact that she was, because she was in betrothal to Joseph, they were, a, they were considered married, although they haven't, they hadn't consummated it yet. Right. So when she shows up pregnant, Joseph is thinking, okay. You're guilty of adultery, and by Torah, I should have you stoned, but I don't want to do that because I love you, so I'm just going to have you go away quietly. He was an honorable guy. He could have, by all rights, had her stoned. Yeah. But he didn't. You know? Might have and something poor to do Mary. With that angel, that angelic encounter he had. Yeah, well, I think that kind of helped. Well, no, that happened after he decided to put her away. Because he made the choice not to have her stoned before he encountered the angel. You know what? That's a good point. I mean, but man, what a reaffirmer. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he, but if you, and if you look um, into uh, uh, Yeshua's story even further, what are they always uh, referring to? Well, we know who our father is. Mm. They, because they were accusing him of being a child of adultery. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So when Mary took on the mantle of being the mother of the Son of God, there was a lot more that went into that than most people think about. Pretty amazing. It really is. It really is. I mean. And, and it all <laughs> happened during this time. Oh, it's absolutely incredible. We have a, a hope. We have a, a blessed hope. That a lot of people don't have, you know, um, many people and, and whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, I want you to think about something else. This is the best time to share the gospel. Why? Because pe people are more open to it. They understand it's the religious holiday. They may not understand the significance of it, but they're open to it. Yep. Look out for the opportunities to share Christ. To share his love, his death on the cross, his resurrection. To share the good news that we all have. Now is the best time to find those people and go, hey, I know you're struggling. Let's talk. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> right. I think, go ahead. And one, one other thing I've been thinking about that I wanted to mention you know, don't if your if your family celebrates Christmas, don't isolate yourself, especially no. during this craziness. You know, don't don't isolate. I yourself mean, just because you you don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, the way we approach it is we keep Hanukkah. And then we go spend time with family. Yes, there's the Christmas celebration. Yes, there's the pagan entrapment and all that kind of garbage. But we're, we're not going to celebrate that with them. We're going to spend time with family and friends. Right. I'm really looking forward to it this year, honestly, as I haven't seen my parents. I think and, we all need it. Oh, man. I don't remember when the last time we did see my parents was. Unfortunately, with uh, COVID acting the way it was, you know, it is. And uh, there's a lot to be said. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's a lot to be said. 
and I'm not going to get into all that because that's not the focus of this conversation. But this is a time to celebrate with family and friends. Spend time with them. Yeah. And it's a time for hope. Yes. It's a time for hope. You, we, we have a hope. And I will be honest, I will not be the first one. And I know, I, I, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've heard a lot of people say this. I will be glad for 2020 to be gone. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> this has not been the best year on a lot of fronts. I really think that's what we needed. That, that's what we needed to say. I think so, too. Have a joyous season, you guys. Have a joyous season. Remember why we celebrate. For those and uh, of us for that celebrate Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Amen. It starts tomorrow night from the from the date of when this is going to be published. Oh, that is so cool. December 10th through December 18th. And we'll be celebrating it right along with you. Amen. In fact, maybe maybe we'll put some uh, some pictures up. We'll take some pictures of our menorah and stuff. Oh yeah, and you can see yeah. how we celebrate it. I'm looking forward to it this year. I am too. I am. I, am, too. I really am. I think it's going to be good. I have to see huh. if we can make some latkes this year. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all that being said, I'm Michael. And I'm Teresa. And this is Social Hazard Radio. And? And Unders of Life. And we will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life. 